Someone asked me recently, what was the most overrated film ever made? And I simply asked them back, why didn't you ask me what the most underrated film was? See, we've become a generation to criticise, to judge, to play devil's advocate to the good in the world. And you know what? You know, that's fine. We're apparently a democracy. We can have opinions or challenge what is considered right. But the majority of us seem to be this kind of glass half empty kind of thing we always see the bad in every situation before we see the good with film there is a way to see it there's a way a director views it there is a way a studio views it and then there is a way an audience member sees it how we see it and in that category of the audiences we establish different demographics subcategories if you will an elderly person uh, an adult how a teenager would see it, how a child would see it and in that subcategory we have another group the final group and that is simply taste What is your taste? What do you like to watch? As Oscar Isaac says in Ex Machina, what is your type? He, of course, is referring to the attraction of the opposite sex in which Donald Gleeson says, I don't know what my type is. To which Oscar Isaac goes, well, let's say it's black women. For the sake of argument, that's your thing. You like black women. Why is that your thing? Because you did a detailed analysis of all racial types and you cross-referenced that analysis with a points-based system? No, you're just attracted to black women. A consequence of accumulated external stimuli that you probably didn't even register as they registered with you. And this is why films are broken into categories, or what they call genre. It's French for kind or sort. It means a distinctive type. And now we have that final category where it comes down to how to view a movie. Genre, that's your taste. What genres do you like? Now, yes, we have hybrid genres, but we have the generic genres. It isn't something of accumulated external stimuli. You just react better to other genres than you do to some. You might like a horror movie, but you don't like comedies. You might like action, but not like sci-fi. It's your taste. It's how you like to watch a movie, but you can't really explain it. There are nine main genres. There's action, comedy, drama, fantasy, mystery, romance, thriller, western, and horror. Those are the main nine. Now, since the turn of Walt Disney and now Pixar, the 10th is now considered animation. And now we also have computer generation, and that's a subcategory of animation. So that's a sub-hybrid. So let's just say there are 10 now. There are 10 genres. Now, if I ask you, what is your favorite genre? You may have a better idea because you know what you like, but what do you like about an action movie, for instance? Why do you like a comedy movie why do you like romance there are some really obvious answers and not so obvious answers so i got thinking and i decided not to ask why people don't like horror movies because there's a lot of people that don't like horror movies but in fact you know i'm gonna go the opposite way why do i like horror movies or why do people like horror movies now i can't speak for everyone but it's usually the same generic universal answer to why you like a comedy because it makes you laugh but Everyone doesn't like being scared, which is probably the main reason why people like horror movies. The thing with horror movies is that you already bring with you an expectation with this genre. As history has told us, horror movies are scary. They either make you jump, it's gory, it's horrific, it's based on a true story about something strange, or simply put, it's just some good old fun with a knife. Either way you look at it, you enter a world that is horrific, hence the name of the genre. You know when going into an action movie you expect gunfights, explosion, car chase scenes, fight scenes, a romance, you'll have a couple who'll eventually get together at the end or perhaps break up at the start. In fact, every movie, no matter what genre it is, it tends to follow a certain method, a certain structure. It's the same with book. It's just the same with storytelling in general. Um, it started from a guy called Todorov. It was called the Equilibrium Theory, which means balance.
He suggested that every narrative will begin with balance to show audiences what the norm is. The equilibrium is set with the audience members and then somewhere between somewhere at the beginning or even the start of the middle, maybe even later, the equilibrium breaks. Something happens to break this balance. Something breaks the norm, the normality of the narrative, like the Titanic hitting the iceberg or Neo finding out the Matrix is fake or someone kidnaps someone's daughter. And then the rest of the movie or narrative is trying to restore that equilibrium, that balance. And usually at the end, the the, the balance is restored. And you know, that is the most common structure for every single genre, comedy, action, horror, the whole nine yards, or should I say 10, if we're including animation. Now, like I was saying, when you walk into a horror movie, you know at some point you're going to get scared. And let's be honest, we've been able to cry in movies or feel exhilarated like in the Fast and the Furious movies or Mad Max to really tearing up in films like The Notebook. I mean, the feeling that is going to hit you the most, according to studies, is being scared. And some people do not like being scared. However... People don't really have an opinion if they want to be exhilarated or maybe feel sad or laugh. These are apparently all positive emotions. So it makes sense not to like horror movies since people don't like being scared and they associate that emotion with being a negative. So I thought, I won't criticise people who don't like horror movies. It's perfectly acceptable and I'm fine with it. But I'm going to explain why I love horror movies with the aim of hopefully trying to persuade those who don't to maybe give horror movies a second chance. For me, the only reason I watch movies, movies in general, because now as established movie goes, we can pretty much guess where the story is going now or what's going to happen next, thanks to Todorov's structure, you know, that we know subconsciously in our head. We can guess who the killer might be or what the ending might be or who's going to end up with who. So we know these kind of things in our head because we've watched movies since we were kids. Now, see, for that reason alone, because you can tell where the narrative is going now, I watch movies simply to be shocked or taken back. Or in layman's term, I want an experience that I haven't had before. It's the whole reason why I love horror movies, because I get an experience. Now, yeah, I get an experience in all genres, yes, but with horror, it's something you can't really predict. It's something that you can't really be ready for in a calm sense now yes you know when you see someone walk down a creepy corridor something might jump out in a negative space of the frame however we have already built up that expectation therefore we are already feeling scared simply from an assumption of something happening from our knowledge of that genre and it hasn't even happened yet you can't do that in any other genres many movies do this it's sometimes misdirection it's sometimes there to hold suspense as long as possible and horror movies do that a lot think of suspense is like it's, it's like an elastic band and the director's job is to stretch the elastic band as long as he can before it snaps so the audience can feel the height of that emotion and hitchcock did that all the time with psychos with birds even rebecca that's why he was called the master of suspense the thrill you get from an action movie the emotions of maybe sobbing or the heights of laughter in a comedy does not reach the same chord as when you watch a horror movie or feel scared according to studies a lot of people don't like them because they've already built that expectation from a horror genre and that's why we have genres so people know what they're getting themselves into and you associate certain directors or actors with certain genres you know you know when you walk into a tarantino film you can expect there to be a bit of violence and blood and thick dialogue you know a jim carrey or adam sandler movie you can kick back and we've you know watch it with some ease and you know when you watch a paranormal activity movie you're in for some kind of scary ride 
There are reasons why people don't like horror. A psychologist last year said people with HSP don't watch horror movies or try to avoid them. It means highly sensitive people who can be easily overstimulated by the movie or even their everyday surroundings and tend to be very empathetic, more so than the average person. Basically, it just means the effects of violence and horrors in movies will be more intense for them than the average person. Now, of course, that's really serious. And with assumptions come judgment. And that's where I want to voice my opinion, because not all horror movies are like this. The experience you get is something that you are actually paying for. It's the whole reason why moving pictures were created, why we have movies in the first place, is so you can feel something. The more and more people put off horrors because of expectation or assumptions, the less people are going to see horror films. And it's such an important escape to everyday life. The feeling you get is like, you know, jumping off a cliff into the water. Those things you do on holiday, or may or not have done on holiday. Now, you approach the cliff and you look over and you see a very big drop, but you know the water is going to save you. Everything's going to be fine. The analogy goes hand in hand with watching a horror movie. You know you're going to be fine afterwards. Maybe you'll get a little hurt when you jump off. Maybe you'll, you know, get a headache afterwards from hitting the water too hard or whatever. It's like watching a horror movie and not sleeping for a bit. However, you know it goes away after a while. However, the more and more you put it off, the less likely you ever are going to watch a movie or a horror movie. In comparison, the more and more you wait to jump off that cliff, the more you look over the edge and not do anything, the more you have the advantage of talking yourself out of it. And trust me, if you ever jump, and you should jump, that feeling is what you feel in a movie when you get scared. It's scary, it's exciting, it's unpredictable, and the splash landing when you hit the water, it's the height of emotions that you can only get in horror movies, not comedies or romances or action only in horror and that's when you get scared and laugh it off at the end and your heart rate is coming down from the heights it was just at that feeling is what it's all about when you know when you just hit the water you realize why was i so scared in the first place why was i so scared of jumping i'm fine this is amazing i'm gonna jump again but that feeling you finally did jump and hit the water is liberating because you have tackled this scared feeling and it's over within a flash, much like a majority of horror movies. And it's that feeling of liberation, which is next to none. And you can only usually get that in a horror movie and you have to just call that experience. Now, what horror movie does is offer an escape, like most genres do. But what horror does specifically is invite fear. Now, fear is associated with being a negative emotion. It isn't. It's how most choose to perceive it. But when fear is controlled, you discover a lot about yourself. Because in a movie, you're safe. It's just a film, so it's controlled. The fear that you have, what you're actually doing is entertaining your fears with this movie, like most people do in their lives. They entertain the worries, their problems. And before you know it, it takes over you. It makes you do things that you shouldn't, like checking the oven was on when you leave the house, even though you've never used the oven in the morning. Or, you know, it makes you turn around when you walk alone, even though you know no one's following you. Fear, if you let it, can take you over. What a horror movie does is allow you to control it by inviting you to take charge of this situation and also to realize that you are safe, just like you are when you're riding a roller coaster or flying on a plane. The way to overcome heights or flying or any normal fears is by doing it. Face your fears kind of thing. Now, granted, with horrors, you have no idea what to expect. There are hybrid genres, like I explained earlier, like monsters, paranormal, gore, violence, slashes, alien, sci-fi. There are so many, but you know what they are. You know the concept of the genre. It's just about controlling fear and allowing yourself to enjoy the experience. Experience that liberation when you hit the water. That's what you're aiming for. 
No one can really answer why people like certain things. Only you can. And even then, sometimes you don't know why. But life is about experiencing different things. Life is about variety and living to the best of your ability. And that means experiencing different things in a positive way. The purpose of horror films is to highlight this unconscious fears, desires, urges that are probably buried deep in our collective subconscious. Nothing ever buried deep is a good thing. Just watch Day of the Dead or The Mummy. There are metaphors for embracing the madness. And it's okay to do so because you will be in control of it once you face it. The genre is next to none for me, and I love all genres. But with this, the tension, the relevance, and the unrealism is something you don't get in the other nine genres. The mystery, the shock, the not knowing is what drives these genres to be the fourth highest genre to make money in history. And this is a genre that does not get nominated at the Oscars, yet it still makes critical acclaim. Only one movie in the 93 years has won the Oscar for Best Film that is considered a horror. And that was Silence of the Lamb, and that I would argue is probably a thriller. So 93 years. Now, each year you have, what, five films get nominated. So that's 93 times five. That's 465 movies, right? And some years we have more than five. But let's just go with the absolute minimum to make a point here. Only six films out of those 465s films that have been nominated were considered horror movies. The fourth highest selling genre in the world and only 1.29% of the films nominated were horror films. And some of them would argue, and you could argue that only one of them actually is a horror film and the rest are kind of thrillers. Get Out was the most recent, then Black Swan, then you have to go all the way back to 1999 with The Sixth Sense, and then 1990 where the first one actually won, Silence of the Lambs, then all the way back to the 70s with The Exorcist and Jaws. Of those six, I would argue only The Exorcist is the true horror movie, then the rest really fall into the adventure or thriller, if you ask me. It is evident that horrors are washed aside by the critics, but yet have been curious enough to experience, and that is what it's about. Horror movies are in fact needed in terms of style, because it is very important the audience do engage in the cinema with that genre. You want them to engage with this movie. Films that terrify you today may improve your fear responses tomorrow, and could provide relief from anxiety and stress, and horror movies are an escape from a not-too-different reality. Unfortunately, the more and more we live, the more and more realistic horror movies in terms of the slasher and serial killer genres become more of a reality. Horror movies, of course, are scary, and worst off, they're relatable. And what they do is allow you to be in a comfort zone of your own home or cinema and escape into this world where it's ironically safe, yet you gain levels of experience that you will probably never get in some of the other genres. And that's what making movies is all about, the experience. You can hate the horror movies, that's fine, but I love them. And I'm not here to say that I'm right and you're wrong, because that's simply not true. It's just an open debate about what I like and why others maybe should give it a go. There's nothing scary about anything until we take control. And as Stephen King says, monsters are real, ghosts are real. They live inside us, and sometimes if you let them, they win. That's from The Shining. And to go back to Todoroff's narrative structure, I shall restore balance and go back to my original question. What is the most underrated film? Well, I'm going to say it follows. Yes, it's underrated. Yes, it's a great film. And yes, it's a horror film. But anyways, uh, this is my little special on horrors. Um, Thank you for listening to it. And you can subscribe to me on Spotify, Google and iTunes. And I'm also on Instagram, Film Exploration, AH, or lowercase, or one word. And once again, thank you for listening to Why I Love Horror Movies with Ash Hurry. (laughs) 